BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Hop slow, hands off to Yo. Yo back and score. Another and one opportunity. Yoli Childs. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome into Cougar Pre-Game Live. Hopefully your Saturday is going well. Tonight, the BYU Cougars are at T-Mobile Arena on the Vegas Strip to face the UNLV Runnin' Rebels. This event is the Neon Hoop Showcase, which benefits coaches versus cancer. A great cause and certainly a great night for hoops. Cougars right now playing well. They've won three in a row. BYU beat Portland State on Wednesday night 85-66 behind a career high night from TJ Haas who finished with 30 points. Cougars had four players in double figures. Besides Haas, Yoli Child scored 13. By the way, he was sick. Plus Connor Harding and Zach Selyus each chipped in with 11. Now the win moves BYU to 8-4 and four as the Cougars hit the road for five games away from Provo. Now tonight is Considered a neutral site game because it's not being played at the Thomas and Mac. But after that, BYU will be at San Diego State, at ranked Mississippi State. Then conference play begins, and BYU will be on the road for the first two games of that at Pacific and then at St. Mary's. Now, UNLV comes into tonight at 4 and 4, but they've dropped three in a row. They're led in scoring by senior guard Chris Clyburn with 11 points per game. The team may be without their second leading scorer, senior forward Shakur Justin, who injured his left knee in the team's last game. I have not seen an update on whether or not he is going to play tonight. As far as I know, it is still to be determined. Tonight's player interview, though, is with senior guard McKay Cannon. Now, McKay has played in all 12 games for the Cougars, including getting the start against Utah State. He's averaging two and a half points per game, but he's one of those guys that's willing to do whatever is asked of him, and he's always been ready when called upon. Here's my chat with McKay Cannon. Well, how does a three-game winning streak feel after a three-game losing streak? Definitely feels better than the <laughs> than the three-game losing streak. Where very excited, obviously. Anytime you can get three games in a row, it's very exciting. And but we gotta not get too caught up in it and keep moving forward and remember what we've done to get to this point. I think the words that TJ used after the win over Portland State, when asked kind of what's been the biggest difference between the losing streak and the win streak, I think the two words he said was was energy and passion. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I think uh, that's been key for us, just having that emotion. Um, and that will to win the game. I think we've been a lot more excited, one through 13 or 15 guys, and it doesn't matter what role you're playing, you've got to be excited in what you're doing, and that's, I think that's been exactly what we've done these last three games. What do you think flipped the switch? It does seem like that Weber State game had a big impact on you guys in terms of jump-starting what we've seen. Is that fair? Yeah, um, most definitely. We got outplayed in so many aspects in that game. If you look down, the assist points, every column we were outplayed, and um, they definitely took it to us, and our effort wasn't there. Um, our team togetherness was not there. So you you can look back, and there's always a game. In my this is my fourth year. There's always a game that you kind of look back and think, wow, that could have been really good or really bad for us. And this is I'm hoping uh, that will continue to be the game that kind of showed us what what we needed to do and um, kind of the spotlight of the year. If you were to pick one or two things right now, what do you think this team is doing really well right now? 
I think our commitment to playing defense has really improved the last uh, three games, and we're enjoying it, whereas I think we're a lot better team when we focus on the defensive end because offense comes, um, especially when we're defending. It really gets us going uh, energy-wise, and we play a lot better on the offensive end when we focus on the defensive end. How do you think your game is coming along so far this year? I think it's been good. Um, I'm doing my best to do what I can and uh the opportunities that I'm given, and that's all I can really ask for. So I'm hoping to continue to give energy and uh, support the team in whatever aspect I can. Well, it seems like there's a lot of guys that uh, you've got some teammates staring at you as you're doing this interview. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> just giving you a hard time, I guess, huh? Hey, you've got a freshman out there staring at you. Yeah, I mean, I that's know, a, I a, an Idaho kid, too. That's, that's, that makes it worse. <laughs> I guess that narrows it down to who it was. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, you guys have a pretty good relationship. It seems like everybody really does get along with everybody. That helps, doesn't it? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, it's a long season, a lot of games, a lot of practices, a lot of meetings, a lot of a lot of, a lot of things. So you got to um, – it makes it so much easier when you enjoy the guys and you have such a good relationship with all of them. One of the things that we've seen over the last couple of games is been some different starting lineups, different rotations, but it seems like everybody has done a really nice job of being ready – when their number was called. Completely agree. I mean, we're all great players. We all bring something different to the table, and when everyone's had the opportunity to showcase that, I think we've all done a great job of doing that. I realize that uh, it's been longer than just your tenure here at BYU, but it's been a while since BYU has played UNLV, and now you guys get an opportunity to take on the Rebels in Vegas. Now, it's not at the Thomas and Mack, but what are your thoughts on heading down to Vegas where you know there'll be a lot of fans for both teams? What are your thoughts on this matchup against UNLV? It'll be an exciting matchup. Like you said, I've never played against them, and none of the guys have, so it'll be different and fun, honestly, to go to Vegas and play against the running Rebels. They have a great, rich history, and so do we, so it'll be fun. I I know that it's certainly one game at a time, and I know you guys probably roll your eyes when we ask about anything past the next game, but you're starting five games in a row away from Provo. How prepared do you think you guys are for that task? I think we're prepared. I mean, we've played some good teams on the rows. I mean, obviously Nevada was a great test for us, and we learned a lot from that game. And uh, we lost a couple games on the road, so Illinois State, uh, tough venues that we played in. So, I mean, obviously a, a mutual site, Utah, and uh, we got to go get a road win. So we got to go uh, learn how to do that, and it'll be really important for us. Okay, appreciate the time. Thank you. Yep, thank you. That was senior guard McKay Cannon. Appreciate him taking a few minutes before the team left to head down to Vegas as they take on UNLV. Again, not at the Thomas and Mac. It will be at T-Mobile Arena. So it'll be, uh, it'll be a good matchup. It's been since BYU went independent. Before that, since they have played each other, this will be a fun matchup to get that, uh, that old Mountain West rivalry going again between BYU and UNLV. This season, BYU basketball and Mountain America Credit Union are changing lives. For each three-point BYU makes Mountain America will donate $50 to the American Red Cross to help fund humanitarian services and programs. Coming up next, we will head to Las Vegas. It'll be our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. We'll see how many holes of golf he has played already today. Cougar Pregame Live continues in just a moment on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back in to Cougar Pregame Live. It's time for our courtside conversation with Mark Durant. You will hear Mark with Greg Rubel on the call. He is in Las Vegas hanging out. We were talking in the break, talking about how nice of a day it was. I looked at the temperatures, Mark. It said it was mid-60s for a high. The question I want to ask you is how many holes of golf did you play today already? 
Well, I only got an 18, but man, man, Jason, it was so nice. I played a lot of golf in Vegas. I don't know if I've ever had a nicer day than today. I was in my shorts and my short sleeves, and it's just gorgeous. And I, I, I kept reminding myself it's December 15th, <laughs> and uh, so we had a great time. And now it's time for some basketball. As much as I love golf, I'm, I'm pretty excited about being here for this one. This arena. Jason is amazing. I don't know if you've been in here, but just really, really, it. yeah, really, really impressive facility, and got a good seat. And uh, get to see my old rebels again. This will be a fun one. Speaking of fun, T.J. Hawes has been really fun to watch. He is having a heck of a season. He's coming off a career high thirty points against Portland State earlier in the week. Is there any chance he's being overlooked right now just simply because of the numbers Yoli's putting up? I I think everybody realizes how well he's playing, but I I don't know if he's getting talked about enough. Well, he hasn't had quite the consistency that Yoli has, but certainly the last three games have been terrific for him and is a big part of why BYU's on that three-game win streak. And conversely, he was a big part of why BYU was on the three-game losing streak because he was not playing well in those three games. So that kind of tells you how important he is to this team. And, you know, Yoli's a superstar and does pretty impressive things and does it consistently. So TJ can kind of get lost. And if, if that's the case, I, you know, I don't think opposing coaches and teams are, are overlooking TJ by any means. But you have to focus so much attention and so much of your defensive energy on stopping Yoli that it, it can make it a little easier for TJ or whoever. And, uh, BYU hasn't really taken full advantage of that with their poor three-point shooting this year, but TJ has been a great three-point shooter and has just been terrific. And he just he's just so important to making this team work, to have a, another threat so you can't just throw everything at Yoli. You have to get out and get on those shooters and respect the shooters. And he's been very active. I, I, I actually think having Nick out there really helps TJ. I think it calms him down. Uh, uh, he's used to playing with Nick for so many years. There's a comfort level there, and they feed off each other. They, uh, they, they uh, played a little bit of a zone last couple games, and they're on top of that zone. And you could, Man, it is a well-oiled machine. They get after it, and they're engaged and, and working off each other. And I, So even though Nick, you know, Nick has been good, uh, was really good against Utah State, but he's been kind of quiet offensively, but... Just having him on the floor, I think, makes everybody better, and the, the team is better with Nick out there. He just—he's a savvy defender uh, and a real threat to shoot the three. So I, I think that's been a big part of the recent success as well. But listen, Jason, this—you uh, know—he hasn't been great this year. But right. I look—I just look at him, you know, and it's—it it <laughs> just brings back you. memories. It just scares you to look at them. I mean, they're <laughs> enormous, terrible shooters. This is like the Portland State on steroids, and. Uh, they shoot terribly, and then they go get rebounds. And they're top of the country in offensive rebounds. And we all saw what Portland State did to BYU in that respect. And this, this I mean, this is a, a team that struggles a little bit, UNLV. But, man, you look at them, and it, it looks like an NBA basketball team out there. Big, long, athletic. And it's going to be a real challenge uh, to because we saw what a challenge it was against a team like Portland State. Now you've got UNLV. So we'll see how it goes. I don't even remember what your initial question was to me, Jason, but I talked a lot there, and it was all really good stuff. Well, tonight begins a stretch of five straight games away from Provo, and I know tonight is considered a neutral site, but, I mean, let's be honest. Zach Wilson could throw a football from T-Bowl Arena and almost hit the Thomas and Mack. So it, it's a home game, essentially, 
for UNLV. But BYU is 0-3 in road games. This is a question I asked to McKay Cannon in a player interview in the last segment. How prepared do you think BYU is to handle this five-game stretch away from the Marriott Center? Well, just force of habit, I drove down to Thomas and Mac, and, and I walked in, and it was a big rodeo. So I had to turn around. And, and, and everybody in Vegas right now is wearing a cowboy hat. But anyway. I, I, As you often do. Oh, oh, yeah, you know. You know me. Uh, and uh, this is a beautiful place, but it, to me it makes a huge difference. I know it's still in Vegas, uh, but it's it's going to be much easier to win on this floor than it would be uh, Thomas and Mack. I just kind of feel that. I don't know that, you know, you know he's on a three-game losing streak, and it's kind of Christmas time, and you got bowl games and rodeos. and I, I don't know how well their fan base is going to travel here to this arena. And plus, it's a lot more opportunity for BYU fans to come and get tickets. And so uh, I, I think this is it's actually going to be a pretty neutral floor, um, and, and UNLV is going to miss one of their best player Justin and uh, so we'll see I, I, I think this is a great opportunity to kick stop that kick kickstart that that trip you're talking about those five away games the, the, you know UNLV is a name school it, it would be a, a win that people will look at and go oh yeah BYU yeah they got a good win there uh, in Vegas and so if, if you want to do things I mean you only get a handful of chances Jason like like in life you know you only get so many chances you got to snatch them while you can and this is a big one and then then obviously that confidence can lead to san diego state next week and you're going to need a lot of confidence against mississippi state and then you're in conference i mean this is a critical time but i like the direction byu's going with the three wins and they've been good wins and guys are playing playing good and so i i just want to keep that going and this is a great great chance uh, against Vegas to, to really make a statement and keep the momentum going and, and accomplish the things that you wanted to accomplish at the start of the year. Mark, when it comes to BYU versus UNOB, this isn't your first rodeo. You're welcome. Nice. Do you have any fond memories of yesteryear against the Rebels? Anything that stand out in your battles with UNLV? I don't think I ever played UNLV. Uh, they weren't in our conference then. So all my all my stuff. You has never been... played UNLV ever. <laughs> Not that I recall. No, no. I mean, probably for the best. They were a lot better back then. Uh, but yeah, no, I never, never played UNLV. I remember them always going up to Aggie Town and, and playing Utah State up there. But yeah, they weren't in our conference when I played, so we, I don't think we ever played them. But certainly, uh, you know, doing the radio, I've seen a, a bunch of games. You've been involved in a lot of those. Yeah, and and I just try and remember uh, the the last couple. I think they swept UNLV that last year to Jimmer and Jackson and Brandon Davies and Charles Abuo, and uh, that that was an amazing team, obviously. But so wins at Thomas and Mack were few and far between. If and so I I, I try to remember just those positive memories that last the year that they played and got both those games. <laughs> hey Jason, Greg yes. Rubel here. Yes. You don't mind me just, uh, just just a little fact checking here. Yes. Just want, just want to confirm what Mark said. Uh, between 1982 and 1998, BYU and UNLV did not play. There was a 16 year gap in games during which the Mark Durant era was encompassed. Listen, Larry so. Johnson and uh, they didn't want me. They, 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 they didn't want to mess they didn't with want that a piece of me. <laughs> Look, I realized they were in different conferences, but I could have sworn I remembered some games between BYU and UNLV during that time. Apparently, no. to quote uh, a famous quarterback, I misremember, or excuse me, a famous pitcher, I misremembered. 
Yeah, it's fake news, Jason. It is fake, fake news. news. Yeah, I don't. I don't mean to be spreading fake news on the uh, on the airwaves, so I apologize. Yeah, yeah. carry on, guys. Thank you very yeah. much. All right, you already talked about this UNLV team. Like they're playing close to home. They've lost three in a row. You, you, you talked about their size. What else do you make of this matchup in terms of where BYU may have the advantage, where they may be lacking? What do you make of these two teams specifically tonight? This is one of the few teams that BYU is going to be shooting better numbers-wise, than uh, from especially from the three-point line. So that tells you how bad UNLV is from the three-point line. I mean, they're, they're, literally their offense is let's go throw up a shot and then go get the rebound or just shoot 27% from three and uh, but they do have, uh, obviously, some athletic players, a couple of senior uh, guards. And I don't think, I mean, against Portland State, B, uh, Dave Rose had the smallest lineup I think I've ever seen him have out there. He had Yoli, but then he had, uh, like, McKay and Jasheer and TJ and Nick. And it was almost like, okay, Portland State, I'm going to concede every offensive rebound to you. But you're such bad shooters that you're not going to beat us anyway. BYU cannot do that. I mean, you can't you can't have a, that small. You've got to have at least a Connor Harding or a Zach Selyus. That, that's about as small as you can go. And you, because UNLV is a team, if they get that offensive rebound, they'll score it. And, and as Portland State, as many offensive rebounds they got, they weren't great with the second chance points. So uh, you're going to have to you just have to rebound better. You're going to shoot better. But you can't let the offensive rebounds overrule that, that better shooting. That's really the whole game plan for UNLV. And, uh, it, it, we saw again, we saw that that's not a strength for BYU, and it, they'll, they'll need to be better today. But uh, with that said, uh, I think BYU can score on UNLV and will get open shots. And uh, so we'll see how it goes. I think it's going to be an exciting game and a close game. But uh, I, I still kind of have the shivers from watching – rebound after rebound go to portland state last week and that team didn't have anywhere near the athletes that the rebels have all right ken garf honda nissan and volkswagen and orm proudly present keys to the game you've already talked about mark how this team's going to have to rebound what are a few other keys to tonight's game for byu get to the free throw line be aggressive uh it's almost a nevada approach you know, don't just settle for the three. Put the ball on the floor. Get to the rim. Try and get to the free throw line. Shoot more free throws in UNLV. And then they're, they're going to have to shoot well from the three-point line. They're going to have to be 5 to 10 percentage points better than UNLV from the three-point line. I think if they can do those things, they're going to score enough points to, to be able to beat, beat UNLV. Mark, great stuff as always. I'm, I'm happy for you and Greg that you have been able to experience such great weather and, and, great, uh, and a great atmosphere in Vegas. We will hear both of you coming up in just a few minutes. If there's ever two guys that deserved it more, it's me and Greg. <laughs> Couldn't agree more. Thank you, Mark. There we go. That's Mark Durant at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas as we get you ready for the Cougars and the Rebels. After a quick timeout, boy, we've got a ton of scores to update you on today. It's not just college hoops, by the way, both nationally and locally, but we've got college bowl games we've got nfl games you know what time of year it is and we're talking about nfl games on a saturday we will go over all of that coming up on the other side as cougar pregame live continues on the new skin byu sports network let's get you back to cougar pregame live with your host jason shepherd 
BYU in Las Vegas tonight taking on the running Rebels of UNLV. We will have the tip-off from T-Mobile Arena coming your way in about 35 minutes. As I mentioned, tons of scores to get to. We will start with BYU women's basketball. They were at the Marriott Center today taking on Colorado State. It was not a great shooting performance, but the end result was good for BYU. 51-42. Cougars shot just 27% from for the field. But Shaylee Gonzalez, the freshman, with a career-high 29 points, 12 of 22 shooting. She was unbelievable today. Cougars get the win, 51 to 42. All right, to the men's side. A couple of local teams played earlier today. They are finals. Kentucky defeating the University of Utah, 88 to 61. Congratulations to Southern Utah. They defeat Pepperdine by a final score of 78 to 69. Coming up at 7 o'clock Mountain Time tonight, Utah State hosting Alabama State. And Weber State will be hosting Utah Valley in Ogden. Top 25 games going on. On right now, number 20, Arizona State trailing at Georgia. Bulldogs with a three-point lead at 65-62, just under six minutes to go in that game. 141 to go in the first half. Number four, Gonzaga in a little bit of trouble at number 12, North Carolina Tar Heels with a 47-35 lead. But again, still 141 to go in the first half and then the entire second half. We'll see how the Zags respond. At the half, number 11, Texas Tech leading Abilene Christian 41-20. Washington trailing Virginia Tech 39 to 21 number 22 Iowa leading at Northern Iowa 39-18 that's actually part of the High V Classic in the first half it is number 8 Auburn trailing at UAB 11 to 10 some finals for you number 1 Kansas defeats Villanova 74-71 Tennessee on top of Memphis 102 to 92 Michigan defeats Western Michigan 70 to 62 and number 15 Ohio State defeats Bucknell 73 to 71 some college bowl games to update you on some finals in in the uh, Motor City, in the Mitsubishi Motors Las Vegas Bowl, not far from where the guys are, Fresno State defeats Arizona State 31 to 20. Utah State wins big over North Texas 52 to 13. That's in the New Mexico Bowl. And in the NFL, one final Texans winning in New York over the Jets 29 to. 22. That is going to do it for Cougar Pregame Live. Coming up next, we'll get you to Vegas for the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Rubel. You're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For a financial slam dunk, Zions Bank is for you. The Coaches Show is also brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union, guiding you forward. Now let's head back to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside T-Mobile Arena on the Strip in Las Vegas, Nevada. As tonight, the BYU Cougars play for a a fourth straight win, taking on a UNLV team trying to avoid picking up a fourth straight loss. Old Mountain West Conference rivals meeting on a neutral floor, if you will, for the first time. Greg Rubel with tonight's play-by-play, joined on the headset by the former Cougar Ironman Mark Durant. And uh, Mark, today begins a crucial stretch of the Cougar season. Five straight games away from home, including three straight Saturdays. UNLV today at San Diego State next Saturday at Mississippi State the following Saturday. The strength of BYU's postseason resume, you could say, will large part depend on what happens here in the next two weeks. Greg, that's a good point, but I'm having a hard time even I focusing on I know. What we got some say. stuff going on here. We got I got Bill and Beer like ten feet in front of me. I mean <laughs> one of the all time great villains and players. I mean And then about sixty feet to your left is Dammy Ainge. 
And you and I are both expecting at some point they're going to just go at it. <laughs> they're going to see each other. It's going to be it's going to be it's, on. A melee. it's a melee. <laughs> oh, but uh, aside from from that, I mean, this is a great environment. Uh, it's a great opportunity. You you've got a team. You know, we we know where BYU was with the three game losing streak and how hungry they were to get that win and how well they played against Utah State. This is that UNLV team. So BYU's really got to be ready for that. But BYU's playing really good basketball. I think the addition of Nick Emery, although it hasn't been a huge boost offensively, just having him on the floor I think helps. And TJ has been great. The question will be, of course, Greg, can TJ play that way on the road? And uh, that, that's the real question. And I think if he can, with Yoli's going to be good. And, and some of these other young guys are playing well. Connor's playing well. Zach's shooting the ball well. But if TJ can do that on the road, this this is a team to be reckoned with. But it starts. Th- this is the game. I mean, you got to get this game. It's a neutral side against a team that's struggling, and it's a name team. Go out and get a win. It's a big win, and that hopefully will propel BYU to even further success. All right, we'll hear from Dave Rose about it all next as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas on the new skin BYU Sports Network. You're tuned to the Zions Bank Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Dave Rose, let's rejoin your host, Greg Rubel. BYU and UNLV coming up bottom of the hour. First time these two teams have met in almost eight years. Back in the 2010-11 season, Jimmer Fredette's senior season, Cougars earned the season sweep over the running Rebels. Time for my pregame conversation now with BYU head coach Dave Rose, presented by Zions Bank for a financial slam dunk. Zions Bank is for you. And coming off a home win over a Portland State team that lived on the offensive glass, Coach Rose and the Cougs tonight prepping for more of the same without the full game, full court press. Yeah, this will be a you know a, a really you know physical, athletic, attacking type of game, and uh, I think the two things that UNLV are really good at, really consistent at, is scoring off of offensive rebounds and scoring in transition. Those are the the things as far as when you when you put building your defense, trying to figure out how you're going to stop them. Those are. And then they're, they're really good at driving any gaps. It's very similar to Portland State. So um, for us, you know, the, the, the key, you know, to be able to score against their defense, they're athletic, they're, they're pretty physical, they like to deny things, like to get you stretched out so you're out of your kind of lanes. If, if you're usually in a maybe 12 to 14-foot operational area, they try to get you into an 18 to 22-foot operational area, and then that, that just messes with your timing. And so those are things that will be really – we're going to set hard screens. We're going to have to wait, be patient to come off the screen, set our guys up. Um, and then when we catch it, we've got to be strong with it and, you know, be patient enough to get them to – to play on closeouts, which means that they're in rotation, and when they're coming after us, we can attack them. And, and if that's if that's the kind of game that we get, I think it'll be a pretty good one for us. So much has happened since you last played UNLV. Is there anything about the previous Vegas programs you played that carries through to what Marvin's doing right now? You know, I, I think mainly the, 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 the real constant is the type of player they get. You know, they, they get just a really high-level athletic uh, type of you know guy, and then 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 the skill is kind of developed when when they get there, and you know obviously I've paid you know pretty close attention to the program because Dave had the job for a few years and uh, you know won a lot of games, and I think he won 98 games in two and a half three years, whatever he had the job, and um, and so there and, and and Marvin's getting the similar kind of guy, just guys that uh, he had a one and done last year, guy came in and played for a year and then left and. That's kind of seems to be their challenge, but uh, uh, this will be different. We're in, you know, we're we're not at the Thomas Mac, and uh, 
Uh, this is a brand new arena that it feels it's got a lot of space and it feels like uh, obviously NBA arenas that we've played in all over the country. So hopefully our guys will be comfortable here today. Is it your first time in this building? Yeah, it is for me. I've seen a lot of things happen in the yeah. building, you know, on, on TV and other things, but uh, this is the first time here. And it's I'm, pre- I'm pretty impressed. It's, yeah. it's nice. It reminds me kind of of uh, the Nets. Uh, Barclays? Yeah, just because it's all black, you know, and yeah. the, south, the seats are all gray and uh, – just kind of has that feel to it a little bit. Okay, Vegas has lost uh, three in a row right now, and they may be down a guy tonight. We'll wait to see what happens at game time, but a little fragile right now? Yeah, with a week off, too, to prepare for this game. You, you just, we just, and we put a good plan in, but we don't know if maybe they're going to change a lot of things to try to, you know, get some different results. But uh, hopefully we can get a good feel. The first four, eight minutes of this game, we can. Um, we can get an idea of if, if it's going to be similar to where they've been or if they've changed things up, then we can adjust. You've had a freshman, Connor Harding, start the last couple of games for you. I presume you'll stay with him tonight. Uh, what has he done to keep that spot, earn that spot, and then keep it? Well, I think that uh, he's really he's really got a great IQ, and he's learned our system. It seems that early early in you know in the start of the you know the year that we're always talking to him about positioning and where he needed to be and maybe a step or two out and he just picked it up and uh, he fits well with this group because he can shoot from the perimeter which extends the floor which allows more space for yo inside so right now it's a it's, it's a good fit and uh you know i was hesitant earlier to bring him because he was all of our kind of our energy off the bench and and with Nick coming on, I think Nick is a guy who can really bring us emotional, uh, good energy and uh, on the offense and defensive end. And so we'll go here you know, with this for uh, at least the next few games and see how, see how it works out for us. Yo wasn't feeling great on Wednesday. How's he done the last couple of days? You know, he's actually uh, – yesterday was his best practice. Uh, hopefully we're in a good mindset. We can get a lot of help today from our bench, and uh, we'll play – Similar to how we played last Saturday. All right, we're playing UNLV in Vegas for the first time in almost eight years. Uh, good luck tonight. We'll talk to you post game. All right, thanks a lot, Greg. All right, that is BYU head coach Dave Rose and tonight's Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. Title and escrow can be complicated. With over 50 years experience in Utah, Provo Land Title has the expertise to navigate your buying, selling, or building project. Provo Land Title, making the complicated easier. This has been the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show. Cougar tip-off show next from Las Vegas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 25 years. And by Utah Honda Dealers. Now let's head live to the Bryant Heating and Cooling Comfort courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Coming to you live from T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas for Game 1 of the Neon Hoops Showcase, benefiting coaches versus cancer, BYU and UNLV, to be followed by St. Mary's and LSU in the nightcap. Greg Rubel, Mark Durant with you for courtside commentary. Our statistician, BYU Basketball Media Relations Director, Kyle Chilton. Our studio host, Jason Shepard. Our control board operator, Nathan Israel-Sid. Coordinating producer, Terry South. And our broadcast intern today is Sterling Richards. You are tuned in on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Well, Yoli Childs made national news by going uh, for 31 points in back-to-back-to-back games. Then with Childs ill on Wednesday, T. 
T.J. Haas went for a career 30, career-high 30. Clearly, BYU has a dynamic duo, but the third-best player has been a work in progress. Just your hard net at an early claim, but it's been kind of up and down. The new starter, Connor Harding, though, may end up being that third of the big three. We shall see. He's been more solid than spectacular, Mark, but already showing a lot of promising upside. I love Connor Harding. I love he's, he plays with a lot of poise, and what he does is it, it allows Dave Rose to play smaller, but not so not too small because he. Celius uh, does a nice job inside. But then we have an, uh, your wing guy with Harding being a bigger guy, good rebounder. You can get away with playing that. But at the same time, you're going to have four guys on the floor that can really shoot the heck out of the ball. And Connor's getting better. You know, we see that with freshmen. The, you know, Zach Celius, for instance, came out, couldn't make a shot, and then was 50%, 60% the rest of the way. I think you get comfortable. I think Connor's getting more comfortable. Really starting to be aggressive off the dribble as well, getting to the rim, dunking it. He, he's terrific. I love that combination out there. My favorite lineup is Yoli, Connor, Celius, and TJ, and Nick, or Jashir. I think that's a really, really good lineup on the floor. A lot of threats and a good de- defense and pretty good rebounding team. Okay, coming up, the UNLV side of things with assistant coach Eric Brown as the Cougar Tip-Off show continues here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back live courtside and rejoin Brent Rubel. Neon Hoop Showcase benefiting coaches versus cancer. BYU and UNLV Rebels coming in 4-4, four and four, but on a three-game skid. Assistant coach Eric Brown now on what's gone wrong since a 4-1 and one start to the season. You know, I think um, you, you see the uh, competition on our schedule stepped up. And uh, uh, we've been in games, you know, we lose by three, lose by four. Um, you know, we're, com- we're competing, we're defending, we're rebounding. You know, we've really struggled on the offensive end. Uh, you know, turnovers have kind of plagued us, and then the outside shooting. So, you know, we, we have really good spells of eight to ten minutes here and there. Then we have another spell of eight to ten minutes where we struggle to either uh, shoot or turn the ball over. And so we're, we're struggling right now to kind of get a flow on the offensive end. Grinding for offense in terms of offensive rebounds, one of the best teams in the country in offensive rebound percentage. And BYU just played a game Wednesday where they gave up uh, 28 offensive rebounds. Right. Yeah, and then we've emphasized that to our guys, and usually that means you're missing a lot. <laughs> so, but um, yeah, you know, it's an emphasis for us. We, we've got a pretty big, long, athletic front line, and we're using that to our advantage. And uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna use that to our advantage tonight. And you know, in a game like this where BYU likes to get out and run, it's Either we're going to get those offensive rebounds or, you know, they're a really good defensive rebounding team and they're going to try to rebound that ball and get out and run. So that little block there of the game, when we shoot and that ball goes up, that's going to be a, a, a sign of how this thing's going to go tonight. Sounds like you're going to, going to be down one of your starters tonight. Uh, kind, of, kind of a blow there uh, with, uh, with Shakur. It is. You know, he's... He's a returner. He had a great year last year as a junior. He's just a tough kid for us. You know, he's a good inside-out player. He's a great rebounder. He's got a motor. You know, he just he's had success at this level, and uh, you know he's, you know he's he's our guy. And uh, you know we've um, you know, we're gonna miss him, but we've had a week now to practice without him. Sometimes when a guy's out, and you got a game the next two days, it kind of takes some some time to get going, and it might take us some time to get going tonight. But we've had some days of practice with other guys. We like our team. We've got a lot of good young players, so hopefully you know, the next guy's going to step up. That's the thing. You've got some nice senior leadership in the backcourt, but then really youth is the theme kind of the rest of the way down the roster. It is. We've got 11 freshmen and sophomores. Um, you know, we play, I think, all four of our freshmen are in, in the rotation right now. Um, so, you know, I don't care how talented you are as a freshman. You've seen it at BYU. You know, that's just constant ups and downs. Your freshman year is a big learning curve, and uh, you know, we'll, we'll see who rises to the challenge tonight. 
What's the right way to view this venue? Is it semi-home? Is it semi-away for BYU? How do you look at T-Mobile? Well, you know, we played I think played uh, two games here last year, and uh, we had a pretty good turnout here um, of UNLV fans. And, you know, for the guys, it's easy, you know, in terms of sleeping in their own bed and no, no travel and so forth. But we know, you know, BYU travels really well, especially here in Las Vegas. And, and you know, we expect it, it's going to be a really good atmosphere, and we expect them to have a, a large, large crowd. It's been almost eight years since BYU and UNLV last played a basketball game. Yeah, you know, we kind of had to explain to our guys uh, going into this what this rivalry means. <laughs> what and, it used to be. Right, yeah, they yeah. were in the Mountain West. And, you know, you know, back then the Mountain West was, was really, really Rock tough it. and talented. It was a different kind of league, but really good. And so these, these two programs have a, lo- a long uh, storied uh, history to them. So you know, hopefully our guys understand that tonight. Hey, what do you expect out of the Cougs? Oh, they're going to play fast. I mean, I'm... I'm really impressed, and I was telling Tim this. I was really impressed with how they share the ball, how they move the ball, their basketball IQ. Um, they're extremely unselfish. But, you know, you, you play a BYU team, the first thing you need to prepare for is their transition offense. And they spread you out really well. And then you get in the half court, and I think Yoli, Yoli's one of the best players in the nation right now. And you just have a dynamic guard in Haas. So anytime you have a great guard and a great post player like that and guys that just know their roles and shoot the ball well, you're they're tough. They're tough in transition. They're tough in the half court. And then, um, you know, they're going to be really physical on the defensive end. All right, Coach Brown, thanks for your time. Uh, good luck this season. Great. Thank you for having me. All right, that is UNLV assistant coach Eric Brown. Time now for tonight's edition of You Be the Judge, sponsored by Legally Mine. Legally Mine equals asset protection. Go to LegallyMineUSA.com to learn what you can do to stop lawsuits dead in their tracks. Here's tonight's BYU basketball trivia question. Last time BYU played UNLV in Las Vegas, January 5th, 2011, almost eight years ago, BYU won 89-77 behind the one-two punch of Jimmer Fredette and Jackson Emery. How many three-pointers? to the two of them combined to make that night in that win over UNLV. The answer next on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Greg Rubel. All right, time for You Be the Judge, brought to you by Legally Mind, the answer to our trivia question. Last time BYU played UNLV here in Vegas, Cougs won 89-77. Jimmer and Jax were really good. How many three-pointers did the two of them, just those two guys, combined to have that night? So Jackson had maybe 15, Jimmer had maybe 30. I'm going high. I'm going 10 three-pointers. They combined for 13 threes oh. that night. Wow. Jax went 6 for 9. Jimmer went 7 for 13. That's a combined 13 for 22. 13 threes with those two guys in that big 12-point win over UNLV. Closing segment of the Cougar Tip-Off show next here on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off show rolls on. Let's head back live, courtside. All right, we've just had our national anthem here at the T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Greg Rubel and Mark Durant. Mark, just quickly before the show wraps up here, uh, UNLV's coming in on a three-game losing skid. Just trying to keep them down tonight, right? Got to get after them early. If you could get four, six, eight-point lead early, they may just fold. Uh, not a confident team, but a hungry team. BYU and UNLV coming your way next. This has been the Cougar Tip-Off Show live from T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.